Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Old Man, Season 1, Episode 4, IV. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. You are a little bit full of it, but in a fun way. Now, see, I'm supposed to be the one that does the who said it now. <laughs> I'm always going to throw a quote at you in the beginning, though. You got to try to avoid it. I hope that wasn't yeah, one you were going to use. I'll have to see. Well, only time will tell in another Old Man episode. And before we get really into it, let's see if we can guess each other's ratings. Ratings. Hmm. So, Mr. Sal, the age-old question, what did you rate the episode? What were your ratings for the other episodes, actually? First two were 10s, last one was a 9. No, they've all been 10 so far. All been straight 10 out of 10s. Does 4 keep it up? Honestly, so uh, not really a spoiler alert, but IMDb, we already we already know that the old man goes down in ratings. Like the first episode yes. that got most highly rated episode. Yes. Okay. And it kind of just goes down from there. Yeah. Uh, so episode one, 8.4, episode two, 8.1, episode three, eight. This is 7.2 this episode. All right. So this is kind of like the I, when yeah. I would say the beginning of the drop off, you're just looking at mm-hmm. IMDb ratings. Mm-hmm. So judging by that, ugh, that wouldn't be a good sign, but we're not, we're not people. We're not, we're, we're, we're more of the critics' cloth, and this is a critically acclaimed series. I think you like almost every single storyline. I, I don't know how you feel about the past as much, but without, uh, we can get more into, I can give more of the why later. I think, I think you enjoy every storyline that they really hit on. So I'm wondering if you give it another 10. They, they do long scenes. There are a few short scenes, right? Relatively quick. Mm-hmm. Especially compared to last episode, but I, I, I think it's just it's the type of series you like. I don't think it does anything egregiously bad. I, I, it's either a nine or a ten for you. I think you gave it a ten again. Okay, and uh, I, I think this is probably you gave the last episode a nine, right? Yes. Okay, I think you like this more than the last episode, but I don't think you like it enough more than the last episode to give it a ten. Uh, I think you. Stick with a nine again in this episode. Um, there's definitely more of Jeff Bridges in this episode than there was in the previous episode, so that's why I think yeah. you like mm-hmm. you like it more than that one. But I do think there there's a lot of they do spend a lot of time with uh, Harold and Angela and in the past. So I I, I think you probably are going to stick with a nine for this episode. Okay, Mr. Sell, you were wrong. I gave it a ten. Ah, you were almost wrong. I on first viewing, I gave it a nine. On a rewatch, I was like, no, 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 this is a ten. Yeah, I did not rewatch it. I only watched it once. But I, 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 what I wrote down is low ten. Maybe I'll give it a nine, but (laughs) ten. So it is. It 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 barely eked to a ten. Right, Mm -hmm. a a few a few naming the the downsides because otherwise it's all glowing. You know, recommendations to us. Number one is. And I'm, this is kind of getting into favorite scenes a little bit, but it, it was hard for me to pick a favorite scene. Not that there was just a lot of bad scenes. Obviously, I yep. liked the episode enough. I gave it a 10, but no scene really. It, it was hard to choose a favorite because they're all kind of similar. Yep. And like, to me, the the grandiose are like my, my favoritism towards individual scenes, which I guess shouldn't be a bad thing if it's like leveled throughout. But yeah, I know yeah, it. it, it I agree. I, I had a tough time picking a favorite scene as well, and not because there were two scenes that knocked my socks off. It was yeah, because yeah. they were all very solid. And... Yeah, they're all very solid, and no- nothing really 
it was hard to pick a, a per se a cream of the crop, which yep. uh, I guess you could say is a negative. I don't know. Maybe that's not. Maybe I should be like, well, it's great that I like all the scenes. Uh, and uh, the past, again, I mean, the past is my least favorite part of every episode. I, me too, which is, which is shocking <laughs> actually, because normally, you know, I, backstory magic. I, I, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> normally the past up, I mean, lost with it. It's usually pretty interesting to learn the history of the characters, but it's just the way they do it. And compared to how interesting the present time is, I, I guess it's just the fact that we ultimately know where the flashbacks are going and they're not really doing anything to like show me anything I really didn't know. Like, right. Yeah, I, I've already learned that Jeff Bridges, Henry, Peter, <laughs> Dan, whatever you want, Johnny, whatever you want to call yeah. it, <laughs> did bad things to people when he was in Afghanistan, right? Like that's not a that's not a secret. All um, right, they already talked about it. So it's like well, I, I I get that they're showing us it now, but mm-hmm. whatever. I, I, here's a good juxtaposition, right? That I'll say is you compare it against. The Julian scene, right? Now, two Julian scenes, right? I guess he kind of got a little bit of two last episode. You're talking about in this episode, the Julian scene? This episode, though. Yes. Okay. How it's, how it's, he gets very little screen time, but it, yeah. it, 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 there's a lot of things that happen in that, that, that are very telling. Yeah. And just that small yes. amount of screen time, right? Versus the past where it's, it takes up a lot more screen time. Yep. But I think it's much less telling. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, I definitely do find myself thinking that. The, my enjoyment of the series is directly proportional, inversely proportional to the amount of screen time the past gets. Uh, yeah. and, and it's, I think part of it is because of exactly what you said. Like we're not really learning anything from the, we're just seeing it. Uh, and then the other part of it is that I am having a lot of trouble seeing this actor as Jeff Bridges. Oh, I don't okay, know. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Like when, Young Harold was in Harold, it. I yeah. was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I'm right in mm-hmm. it now. But no, yep. this, I'm having a little trouble with this actor seeing him as Jeff Bridges. But um, the past was fine. The one thing that the past did do in this episode was it introduced us to Pavlovich. So I guess that's the function of it. Like now we know who this guy is that he's trying to contact now, who has a grudge against um, Hamzad. That's so, true. and why? So, I guess the, I guess that's good. Um, Obviously, I, what I would argue is still too much screen time to set that up. It, it is, I, and I guess the other thing we're supposed to take out of the past is uh, the influence that Belur t- seems to have over the men in her life. Yeah. So, right. um, actually, I, here's here's something that, uh, but this isn't really so much the past as it is like our understanding of abby like right before she died abby like appearing to dan like she really seems to hate him so uh and i i mean we know that 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 is a a a construct a mental construct of our current dan Mm -hmm. that he's projecting that onto her that she must have hated him Mm -hmm. unless it's not unless that she actually did say stuff like this she, I, I, I don't know what um her symptoms and conditions were. Well, she was like, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, like she might have I, said it, but I don't know if she meant it or like you know she's like a confused state, right? I don't know, but like, um, well, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if, yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, I guess you know she tells us in this episode that this was the turning point for Hamzad. He had so much potential and so much promise, and then 
he was just a monster after this point. Um, which certainly can be what Dan's understanding of the situation actually is, that this was the turning point, and he feels guilt for kind of instigating this. So that's fine. But to hear Abby calling him a monster does make you kind of think that he at least has the understanding that she viewed him as a monster at some point. So that's I guess I'm, I'm wondering. Let's see, this is where I did confuse in the episode whether it's Abby saying it or is it the new uh, Noor? Balur? Or not Balur. Oh, what was her name? Kajina? I had to look her up on IMDb. The person that goes with him to the killing. Okay, that's Hamzad's sister. I don't know her name, but it's it's okay. Hamzad's yeah. sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hamzad's sister. I, I forgot. I had to look up her so, name. I forgot already. Which <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe her name's Hamzad as well. So, uh, but I think she's married with a kid. But anyway, yes. So, but who appears to him at the end is Abby, like old Abby, which is a little weird too because we're seeing a flashback, but we're seeing old Abby in the flashback. Oh, is that the case? I thought that yeah. was his sister. No, I'm pretty sure that's old Abby in the flashback. So, no, well, now I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> old know. Abby or the, yeah. this guy? Oh, geez. but the, yeah, I don't want to spend too much more time yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the flashback. Yeah, yeah. Everything else is great. I this love is, it. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I love the route they went down with, like Zoe, or should I say, Marcia? Now? Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Sorry. Let's get Marcia from Marcia because spelled it's spelled Marcia. it's spelled Marcia. Hey, M A R C I A. Yes, Cecilia, and now we got so, one more time. Sorry, Marcia, Marcia. Yeah, if you uh, write it as S H A if you want. That's what I'm gonna do right now. Yeah, Marcia, 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 Marcia. But uh, that whole stuff. Great. Already talked about how I like the yeah, Julian stuff. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I made a comment about how Zoe's like, especially at the beginning, her constant silence gave me oh. <laughs> reminders. Yeah. <laughs> right, of her other characters she played in the series we have covered, The Leftovers. Yes. Like Lori, where she was for the yep. guilty remnant, and yep. she was quiet. Yeah, I, um, I wrote it down too. It's this guilty you remnant bias. You know, it's funny because I wonder. I I wondered which came first. Like, did they see the leftovers and say, "Oh, we got to write." an episode where she just doesn't talk or did they write an episode where the character doesn't talk and then seek out her because they saw her not talk in the leftovers do you know what i mean or does she just not like talking she had lines <laughs> she just refused to say them who knows <laughs> i i was so thrilled by that like it, it made me giddy to to see uh amy brenneman it, it, it was Sil funny because <laughs> being silent because yeah. when i was watching it i was like it was the car scenes when we first started seeing it but it didn't the pen didn't even drop for me really at that point it was like when he goes to buy her supplies and they're in the car of the parking lot like the goodwin or whatever the store is called yeah and, and he's like oh i bought you this that this blah 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 i'm like Said, what is this reminding me of? I'm like, this seems like deja vu. What is this? Like, I'm like, I'm like, what is this? Like, I'm like, oh my god, it's like the leftovers. That's what. Yeah, uh, uh, the first, the first scene where she gets out of the car and won't talk to him, and, and then he says, you know, you can talk to me when you're ready. Like as soon as soon as she like clearly was deliberately not talking to him in that scene, I was like, oh, this is full on Lori. I love this. This is so good. good. I was good. 
Yeah. But I mean, I've seen the leftovers three or four times. So it's like, it's, she is Lori in my head. So I have to sure. adjust to make her Zo- Zoe. But much like we have Arthur. In the- <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I do love uh, the Harper, Angela, and I guess maybe even why, like th- that whole FBI storyline going on. That it's very cool. good. It's very uh, good. Harper's is- kind of getting on Angela, and Angela's getting a little risky, and now you know stakes are rising. We're I mean, this what, was, is, is this the half? Aren't we more than halfway through the series? Is more than half, half. Seven episodes. It's seven yeah. episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was the most interested in Waters that I have been. Was That's this true. this episode? Waters seemed like a bit of a set a nice, of a, almost a good guy thing. Near the, I know. You know his last scene. Present, I know. So. That's definitely true. So that whole dynamic's really good. Uh, I won't get into because there's actually a lot of that might be the most highlighted. Yeah, that's probably the most highlighted part of this episode. I would say, like, is yeah. the whole Fed part. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's also the Jeff Bridges stuff, but that yeah. we will probably talk about more. And I don't. Know, and other than that, we get well. We get a callback. We get a callback to I don't remember this guy's name. Is it? I want to say it was Stewart. Uh, to the to episode one, he had called this guy to set up the place in Los Angeles, right? Did you? Yeah. One. He called, oh, okay. Yeah. He called Stuart and said, you know, You're right. th- yeah. there's a grocery list there somewhere. You know, get, make sure you don't you get like almond milk, not dairy milk. Like, yeah, it's, that that was, and then Stuart said, I'm looking forward to put, putting a face to the name. So it, this was cool that it, it wrapped back around to that. So that was really neat too. That's really cool. That You're right. That is pretty cool. Well, yeah. I guess we should tell, you know, you want to start discussing our favorite scenes? I'd like to, yes. Favorite scenes. Hmm. Now, what scene? I, I do just say, like, I keep, well. keep giving tense to these episodes. It's making me feel like kind of a mark. Like, I bet, yeah. Like, am I, am I, like, too easy on these episodes i don't think so i i just think they're spectacular i love it i love it oh speaking of which here i mean give me a second i gotta pull this up i gotta i gotta flame someone now hold up so <laughs> flame someone oh well I was, I was trying to reference names so i went to imdb page and i saw the low rating i'm like 7.2 for a banger like this <laughs> let me go much like dexter newland i'm like let me go read these reviews let me, let me read the review so i look at the featured <laughs> review and joy, it's jeez. I mean, the show did lose a few steps since its beginning, but this last episode, especially the last few minutes of the episode, they destroyed the show in two minutes. What? I think everyone watching just wanted for him to pull his gun out and take her out. Uh, which is see? ridiculous for, her, for the dead man switch that she literally explained she had on him. Yeah, I know you explained this in a. Oh, my, I've been explaining it again, too. By all means, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is. um. This is a phenomenon that really drives me crazy when there's when there's a foil to the main character who, who by the way, the main character is is not typically an antihero. <laughs> yeah, this is this is kind of an antihero. You know, he is a fugitive from the law. Uh, he's he's done a lot of really bad things. Uh, but this is this is a female foil to our male antihero. And every in the, the fandom just goes ape crap all over that person and wants them literally dead like every every we, we just saw an outer range with autumn 
there's a large portion of the fan community that just from episode two wanted autumn dead autumn was like my favorite character in that series so uh that we, we talked about it with skylar white versus walter white and it's like yep, yep. The, 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 it's it is just misogynistic to me because if this was a guy they would not do this and the, the example i used was was gus fring and breaking bad but here i have an even better example i have harold harper <laughs> nobody's ripping on harold harper i bet in these comments and he's trying to take down dan but as soon as the woman tries to take down the guy oh then she's got to go and i don't think this ruined the the series at all if that's if that's what people's problem is with this series folks you, you probably should stop watching the series and probably <laughs> stop listening to our coverage which oh. i would never tell anybody to do but, but this is like this you can, you is, can hate listen this makes the series to me the fact that it does it, oh mr sal i'm not done with this review I, oh, oh okay let me, go ahead what's the user i'm not gonna say the username is it is it male it's not bad is it is it an obviously it, male username no it doesn't no there's no indication that it's male okay. or female it's not right. it's just like words okay um they changed the whole narrative of the relationship made it something it was not before and making wait sorry made it something it was not before and making it now a hundred percent conflictive parentheses i'm sure they'll forcefully turn it back to romantic somehow <laughs> the only thing they didn't change was him funnily so maybe the actor wasn't even acting because it felt so absurd felt extremely <laughs> nonsensical <laughs> what the fact that there's a conflict he feels like i, I by the way, this is a featured review, and I'm I'm not going to go any further into it, but like it oh is kind God. of going to, you know, leading into it more. N nobody knows the reason of His Majesty Farazzi or whatever his name wishes, because it'd be far too simple for him just to tell everyone exactly what he wants. No, rather he'd rather play telephone. Da, 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 da. Oh boy! So I, so the, like to me. I know we're deviating from favorite scenes here, but this no, is we are right this now. is important. Yeah, I, I but, probably shouldn't have started favorite scenes and brought this up my bad. But this is um to me, there's a moment when he's got her out just out of the car where he could have just left her and taken off. And she would have probably been okay. And she could have told the truth and he could have been done with her. Okay, but he brings her along. Why? Is it to keep her safe? Maybe. I don't think so, though. I think he actually really likes her around. <laughs> and, and, that's, that. and that's sure. why. Because I feel like she could be perfectly safe if he let her go now. Or let her go when she first gets out of the car. Because what if you don't want him? Julian's not coming after her. Harper's not coming after her. He, he, he ditched her. He doesn't mean anything to her anymore. Like if he if he could have said legitimately that you don't mean anything to me anymore, then he would have let her go, and everybody would have been you know probably better off. That's true. He took her with her with him because he, under the pretenses of I'm going to keep you safe. I think it's more sinister than that. I think he actually really just wants her around. Yeah, no, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I, <laughs> and, I, I, I didn't think about that, but the logic makes a lot of sense. Actually, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and he uh, and and she's just taking agency. She's saying, "Look, this is this is my situation. I don't have any control over that, but I do have some control." Like people who are put oh, in yeah. situations where they don't have control over things 
are going to always seek out and probably find a way to gain control of something. And that's what she did. And I think this is, I think it's a reasonable human thing for her to have done. It is. I think, and I think it's cool. Like it's kind of, um, yeah. what's the opposite? Like she's not, Oh, I'm trying to give a good word for it. lame duck, I guess. I don't know. Well, she's just not right. Taking it. She, she's like, well, I'm in a situation. I got to make yeah. sort of player maneuver. And she realizes yeah. some power she has over it. And she, she, she does it. Yeah, and if anybody knows the pedigree of Amy Brenneman, like she doesn't take this role. You don't get Amy Brenneman to do this role. She's just gonna be a passive hostage. Like she's gonna do something, and, and it's gonna be ba. So uh, you know what? The, we can parlay this or segue this, I guess, into favorite scenes because I'm just gonna guess that this is your favorite scene. This last scene. <laughs> oh yeah, because that actually makes sense because you brought it. <laughs> uh. I guess I'll guess that for you too, since now we're already chatting about it. Okay. Oh, is that right? Is this your favorite scene? It was my favorite scene. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. <laughs> it's not. It's not my favorite. Yeah. It's not my favorite scene. But uh, I do love this scene. This is a very close contender. But this is All right. scene. Fair enough. <laughs> it, it is my favorite scene. So it <laughs> kind of kind of played my head there. So I should have should have waited until afterward, then moaned about the review. But I was so keen to just remembered about it. Uh, but yeah, um, the the Marcia and Henry scene, which now I'm calling the Marcia and Henry. So, who cares? <laughs> okay. Confuses you. Whatever. Uh, just because the, the way it starts off with like, it almost seems like homely. Like there's dinner. She welcomes him. It's like, oh my goodness. I guess she's just like Stockholm syndrome bit now. Like she's yeah. just accepting life like it is for now. Whatever. She seems to maybe like the like the the sweet life of you know wine and nice the nice place you're staying and whatever have you, but. She drops the news, right? This this whole they're getting a divorce. Yeah. She's learned a lot since her last divorce. And this <laughs> can pose a real threat for Henry and his company, right? Uh and in fact, she kind of has a dead man switch of this letter, which will auto send in two hours unless she stops out. Okay. Yeah. Here's By the here. way, I love that like the tool that she has is the experience that she had, which which she hated. And she she's using this this thing that traumatized her. As her weapon now, and I love that. I think it's so it cool. is. Yeah, it's very fitting. So she's yeah. the divorce is a big part of her character, and like you yep. know, going on her first date in a long time, and et cetera, yep. et cetera. So listen, you've got two choices, uh, Henry. Number one, she stays, helps him, and uh, you know, they get through this together. But you have to make a gesture to prove that they are together. Okay. Number two, don't worry, I'll, I'll explain. I'll, I'll finish it up. Don't worry. Number two. Okay. <laughs> Give her a reasonable amount of money for the train wreck he's caused, and she'll just stay quiet in this apartment until you know she's able to leave. In both cases, she wants half of everything he's got. <laughs> so that part's not a choice. And <laughs> money is just money, like she said before, but it's also a measure of discomfort. I she like wants, that. She wants resources to be accounted for. She you, wants to be accounted oh, for. Yep. And, and Henry, you could tell Henry's almost lost control of the situation. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. angry, right? He's livid. Well, she does have him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to see you, where it goes. You will account for me. So, my my only thing is, is like, if I'm her, the only thing that you have not really accounted for is, like, torture. Like, I think her presumption is like, listen, I have... This, I guess it kind of goes, can you last any torture for two hours? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel torture to me is something that should not be underrated. So, like, geez, yeah. fate's worth than death. Yeah. 
So, but yeah. So, so I think um, to in response to that, I I think that Zoe is smarter than that. I think she recognizes that he could have just released her in, in the in the wilderness. That's true. That's and, true. She, and and he brought her along because he actually wants her there. And so this first option, until she says the the, the gesture dollar amount, this first option sounds very appealing to him. And so if he can just get past that dollar amount, I mean you still got half of what you had. That's just, it's not nothing. It was a lot. So you know, I I I think she's playing into this that she knows that he wants her, and good for her. Honestly, uh, I, there's a line that she says that I, I adore in the scene. That she says, "At this moment, I want to amount to more than just a complication in your story," which is, I think, a pretty meta thing to say. It's very <laughs> meta. I know. <laughs> yeah, which I I really like that a lot, and that's and that's what it is like. Amy Brenneman is more than just a complication to Je- to Jeff Bridges' story. She she is a force to be reckoned with, and she shows it here. I love she it. Want, she wants half of everything. So, yeah. yep, that was my favorite scene. What was I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, so I had a hard time with this. Uh, that definitely was on my short list. But really, it was on second. Uh, you know, at first viewing, I thought that my pick was going to be my pick. And then on second viewing, I don't know if it was confirmation bias or it was I just <laughs> – genuinely solidified but it was um the phone call from and between angela and dan in the bathroom oh okay yeah so first of all this is right after the meeting with hamzad's lawyer where i mean angela almost breaks down in tears in that meeting like you can see that you can see her eyes starting to well up as, yeah and, and you can see how um harper kind of tested her yeah, he yeah. looks at her when, when she invokes uh, Mother's Night. Oh, actually, not sorry, not the scene before. This was this was to get Nina to make the phone call. So never mind. It wasn't right, exactly. So, but but you know, it's the mention of of Hamzad, and she starts to almost well up, and you can visibly see it in that scene. And then she goes to. I I assume this bathroom's just in the hotel. It's a public bathroom. Anybody could have walked in. At this point, Harold could have been had, could have had his ear to the door the whole time. I have expected him to actually come in and like just catch her in the act, and and when so it's kind of subverted my expectations that it didn't get paid off right then. I think it's going to eventually, but um, so that that was interest, interesting to me. But she's very emotional in this scene, and she tells him that the plan that that he has to harold has to get on this plane with we don't know where it's going but that she's going to go with harold because he's suspicious now i've been assuming he's suspicious since he got the phone call from julian right julian says you have a mole and i'm assuming that harold has kind of put two and two together that it is angela Uh, so i'm assuming he's suspicious this whole time um so she she says you know i angela would get on that plane with him and and Jeff Bridges counters with you know Angela would or you would and she says I'm not sure I know the difference anymore I, that that alone I think makes Angela an orders of magnitude more interesting character than she was before this scene it does i mean this this scene really shows the cracks that she's oh, yeah. developed which is yeah. more interesting yeah like she doesn't know whether she's emily or angela anymore uh he tells her to ditch angela ditch the phone meet him at the place we don't know where that is but she won't 
she she can't tell who she is anymore and she won't be able to tell until she knows that Hamzad is dead so whatever Jeffers' plan is it better end with Hamzad being dead and and uh, she hangs up and flushes her phone thus cutting off contact with her father so the only way that these two get in contact again is, is if she contacts him yeah, she can she destroyed her phone yeah so i i i love this scene i love hearing jeff bridges go into like daddy mode here like he, he really is uh you know saying okay honey here's what we got to do like this is how we're gonna get through this but angela's not having any of it she spent the whole episode saying uh, not the whole episode but she she said earlier to waters like you know i, I pu- yeah i punched my supervisor because you know what i'm good at this and yeah i don't and 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 so you can hear it in in the scene like this the idea that i'm good at this like i am i worked hard to be here i I worked hard to be here i don't want to give this up like she it's it's so interesting because it is a job that she's good at and that she loves and it is her but now it's just intersected with this other part of her life that she's tried to keep hidden And how do, how much longer can she actually do that? I, I I thought this was awesome. Loved it. I do enjoy it, and I'm excited that there's only three episodes left. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm excited to see how the season ends. Yeah. See. Yeah. Me too. All right. And there's well, a season two. I, there's a season two in in the works. There is. But Mr. Sal. Yes. Would you like to try to figure out who said it? Oh, I'm ready. I can't wait. Who said it? All right, Mr. Sal. I have three quotes for you. Holy this time. moly. Okay. I have three quotes for you. Yes. Um, that <laughs> makes me even more excited. Okay. Hit me. <laughs> Quote number one I'm calling to, to conclude our conversation. Let's see. That's the end of the quote. That that that's the quote. Yeah, I'm calling. It's, 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 it's Julian. It's Julian yes. Calling Harold. Yeah, <laughs> it's Julian so, Calling Harold. Yeah, which is a really cool scene. I, I'm glad you brought this up in our preamble here because Julian is like minute for minute, maybe the most, most interesting. interesting mm-hmm. He's so yeah. cool. He's I, I always love bringing up. I I think it's always important to bring up characters where you know they're they're, they're not even a main character, right? They're they're a yep. side character, but they're they're the the greatest of the character relative to the time they take up in an episode. Amazing yep. ratio. <laughs> yep. And honestly, like, I think they are doing such a killer job with this guy with the juxtaposition ah, good between one. good and evil because I, he is washing bedpans. I know. He's, like, helping people so much every time they show him in his, like, normal non-hitman life. Oh my God! He's buying medicine for his grandmother. He's washing bedpans, like, helping someone, helping helping injured girls onto buses. Like it, this guy is like a saint, except that he's an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I love that that gray area there. But uh, yeah, so th- he's he's calling Harold because his partner. I don't know who his part, what his partner's name is, but his partner has kind of said, you know, either boats knew the crap storm he was sending you into, or he didn't, and I don't know which one's worse. And so he calls to find out which one it was. And he basically lets Harper know, look, this guy knew I was coming, or he knew the police were coming, or he's the luckiest man ever. So I believe you have a mole. 
and and, and that basically gives up that angela so yeah very important yeah. as well it, it's really cool so yeah absolutely even even if this and I, maybe this will amount to all julian ends up being so i could see them just not mentioning it now and, and that's so fine i don't hope they do i don't i hope they keep it because I, I think what they've been doing with them so far is interesting it but is. Uh, what a profound impact on the series like if julian oh, yeah. was the lynchman to help figure out the angela is the most i guess it's not dead on evidence like it's kind of Right. I'm sure he, like he can't use that evidence. Like, he right, can't right. cite it, but yeah, that's what gets Harold on the right path. So, do you think twenty percent is fair for an incomplete job? I think he should have said that up front. But <laughs> I think twenty percent is fair. I think that's I think fair. fair. I, I was expecting I more. Fair. I was expecting like don't you don't tell him that. Don't, yeah. don't tell him. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's too much. I have to feed my family ten percent, and then you negotiate from there. all right so i'm one for one okay here's number two i'm gonna call run long with sacramento just you know how it goes wow this is pretty obscure kurt i don't think it's that obscure Uh, i had a call run long with sacramento just you know how it goes oh it was the the really Lax bro guy, uh, that he had Zach, Zach, Zach yeah, Zach, that he had lunch Zach, with, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's that's how he's, yeah, why he's late for lunch, yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy is such a d bag. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason we can talk about the scene a little bit, but the, the reason I highlight this scene, Mr. Sam, what well, at least why I want to bring it, we haven't brought it up so far, is mm-hmm. it kind of highlights like, yeah, well, first of all, he kind of seems like the the poster child of how people imagine wall street or like a wall, like yeah, a wall street yeah, yeah, yeah. banker even though he doesn't work on wall street i think but uh he he highlights this he highlights like the complex multiple lives that like henry lives yeah. and yeah. juggles seemingly yeah. like it seems like he's had this financial backing through this way for his endeavors and like how long has he been able to keep this up because zach cites him His being mother. born yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And they, he was around for the company so yeah you know it's kind of shocking you know it's it, it i think the show does a great job of like making jeff bridges op but like it's fine because it's, it's like it's like <laughs> not about the fact that he's op right, right. like like fine he has a ton of money he, whatever he, like that's not what the story's about right, right. i agree it's you could call it a day with Smock, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he has this persona where he's like a ton of money, this investment company. Yeah, yeah he's got this, e- whatever. You could complain but, about that, but it's a great drama and story that they're telling. With but it, you so. know, you know how you nerf somebody OP like this? Now, you send in Zoe at the la- in the last scene. That's why it's such a great Exactly. Scene. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Yeah, exactly. So, despite all the strength he has, he's, he's, he, he, yep. he's a one man army, right? He's, yep. he's, rich behind your dreams but yeah he's a weakness in his daughter he does care about people like zoe yeah and he's made himself weak to zoe so we'll yeah. see how that goes yeah, this uh, is also this also scene also uh is where we kind of he had already told angela or emily whatever you want to call her he had already told her that the Hamzad has a grudge against him and anything other than that is a distraction but there are people who have grudges against Tomzad too, and he's got to get their attention. And I didn't know what that meant, but now yeah. because of the scene, we do know he wants Pavlovich's attention. And, and, and then way- we'll see in the past when right. we meet Pavlovich. Or right. We see the, why. 
but the way to get his attention is by dumping a bunch of money into his company. He says, he even tells Zach here, I want a relationship with this guy and this is how I want to start it. So he doesn't want advice. He wants wheels in motion. Right. I I can live with tomorrow. I was hoping for today. I can live with tomorrow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, whether or not Zach will follow through with this, I'm assuming I'm assuming he will, because Henry seems like more or less the uh, the the primary, the boss, a stockholder in the company or whatever. Um, yeah, the boss. So I'm I'm guessing that he will follow through with this, but it doesn't seem like he wants to. And he does get home and tell Zoe that he had a rough day. So, wow, well, definitely does seem like it. So, yep. two third, two. third one, Mister Sal. Can you go through for three? I think you'll get this one. I'm starting to forget what the difference is. Yeah, that's that's Angela in the bathroom. Yeah, it favorite yeah, scene. Yeah. It yeah, it's a favorite scene. Yeah. Uh, I already talked about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, something I didn't mention when you talked about it is I, I do love how it hits some of the theme of names, which seems to be very prevalent now in the series. Oh, the idea, like, a name is both ethereal, like, it doesn't really matter, but here Angela's kind of struggling with, you know, almost yes. identity identity, who she is and the character yes. she plays. So yes. Maybe yep. Henry, Peter, Johnny, Dan, <laughs> Dan. doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. But she does. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I think we can shed Peter. Peter Peter's out now. Oh yeah. I mean I'm not gonna well yeah. actually I think I do use Peter until he swaps identities for this episode, but uh, you know. Yeah. Okay, you gotta you gotta remember your roots. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was Peter for a long time. I got him Zoe. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Mr. Sal, do you want to get into the recap then? All right, let's recap what we got left. Look at us, we already knocked out four scenes. <laughs> five, five scenes. We already knocked out, well, four, no, because there was an overlap. Four, so, yeah. We start off with the trunk scene, and I don't think there's too much to go over. Um, and Peter explains his rationale. What he's saying is rationale is as to why he brought Zoe with them, which is, listen, the hitman was a pro, and whoever hired that person might have came after you, because they might think you're close to me. So, I'll keep you with me. Um, we got a long drive. Try to call your son. The FBI is going to question him and, you know, try and basically just tell him the truth. You're held against your will, but you're safe. It'll kind of give you plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. He tries to call her son, goes to voicemail twice. Forget it. And off they but, go. But the, the what I love about this voicemail thing is that she calls once and it rings like three times or something and then voicemail. Oh, the second, I know, it's like he's, he's ignoring her. Clearly, second yeah. time, it's straight to voicemail. Now now, now you know he's ignoring her, right? Mm-hmm. And she actually is someone who's not worth the trouble to him, right? Mm-hmm. That's what she, And that's what she was afraid of in the last episode. Okay, so you can see the incentive for her to kind of follow through on this life too. Like, this this kind of feeds into what she does at the end. Like she has, she doesn't have anything back home. Like she doesn't yeah. have like her son doesn't care about her. Her husband, her ex husband is gone. Like this is probably a relatively attractive life for her. You know, it's a guy who she's afraid of to some extent, but also was at one point attracted to, and who can make her rich. So. You know what? Let's use that leverage. Really, definitely. Uh, meanwhile, we get to Harold's home. 
Um, oh god, I love we, this scene too. This is so good. Yeah, this is a pretty good scene. We get a uh, we get the knowledge that Dan's been missing for seventy two hours, so the, the trail's yeah. kind of gone cold. Zoe as well, uh, and Angela and Harold are chatting, and we, we kind of learn yeah, some background knowledge. Brayden, uh, who's just some kid, it appears, told Henry, his Harold's grandson, uh, that Harold shouldn't be his hero. He's just like a cop. You know, Braden's heroes, Spider-Man, so whatever. I guess that's fine. <laughs> anyway, Angela was around a lot for Henry's upbringing, kind of sees her as a surrogate aunt. Her and Lily were close. She was there at their house a lot. Uh, we also learned that Chip, Harold's son and him, didn't have the closest of relationships. He kind of regrets yeah. what little you know, that they spent very little time together. Yeah. Um, Lily Lily was Angela's significant other, right? When I was with Lily, she says. You're right, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yes, okay. So yeah, so what was the... So what's the relation then? Actually, like why is Chip in the picture? I think they were just I think they were just friends. So oh. so she so she and Lily were over at their house a lot. They babysat a lot for Henry. You're right. And, yes, that makes yeah. sense. So and I like that they that they said this because it does kind of indicate they had been kind of indicating that there may have been a, may have been a magic relationship between Angela and Chip prior to that, but now we can kind of see no, it wasn't that at all. It was it was just a friendship, which you know is a lot too but well yeah not a, not scandalous <laughs> not scandalous that's true yeah <laughs> uh yeah but dan's trail's cold they're gonna meet with Hamzat's lawyer tomorrow uh angel points out the leverage harold kind of has that he knows a lot about dan him and his wife his wife which is very <laughs> important and harold yeah. is kind of curious why angel cares so much about a wife in the circumstances you know yeah. you, you you made a reaction when waters brought her up and when i brought her up in front of waters and here you are now bringing her up she tries to kind of play it off as to you know well yeah. she seems overlooked to me right maybe she's quite involved well harold doesn't know too much about her just her effect on the men around her right he heads to bed so a yeah, little, uh, little you know we'll, we'll get more of this whole harold figuring it out as the episode goes on but that's the, yeah. the seeds being sowed there. He's definitely something's up. You can tell something's up. Sure. Yeah. But she makes a good point. She's like, look, there were three yeah. people involved. There was mm-hmm. Johnny, there was Hamzad, and there's this other person that you keep overlooking. So I, I think it's it's a good argument to make, but she is kind of keying in on her and yeah, tipping her alternative motives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. Uh she goes to the swings to give her father a call. Uh he'll be in LA tomorrow. Angela explains that she'll be meeting Nina Kruger, Hamzat's lawyers. Uh, you know, they think Hamzat wants info from Dan uh, in some way, but they don't know what information. So Angela will be at the meeting. Dan is concerned for her well-being, but, you know, she'll be fine. Okay. And it, it'll be all right. Dan does cite that Hamzat still has a grudge with him in that everything he does is a distraction, right? That, that grudge is what matters a lot to him. But as right. you said earlier, he hopes to get the attention of someone that has a grudge on Hamza. That's right. Counter grudge. A counter grudge. Very important. We get to the Goodwin parking lot. Uh, Henry Dixon bought some supplies for his wife, Marsha Dixon. Uh, reminds her, her of their investment company, how they're married, and to learn her signature so she can be compensated $500,000. Good deal, Exciting right? They have together. Does definitely does. They arrive back to their place. Um, if someone said and, <laughs> said to you, uh, "Will you let me abduct you for like a month, but I'll pay you five hundred thousand dollars?" Would you yeah. do it? 
probably. But they're not going to tell you anything about the conditions. Do I trust them? No. It's someone okay. who wants to abduct you for a month. Yeah, but they're going to give me $500,000. Well, like... But they're not telling you anything about what happens in that month. Well, okay. Well, well now you're, you're making this kind of scary. Well, yeah, it is scary. Like, well, Jeff Bridges is also because he seems look at his smile. Oh yeah, he's like a it's, sweet old man. He's the dude, man. Like I, I get it, <laughs> but it's, which I can't believe you haven't seen the Big Lebowski. If you like Jeff Bridges, you gotta see the Big Lebowski. But maybe I will. Anyway, but this is a scary situation. Legitimately scary. So five hundred thousand dollars, you know, as a viewer, that sounds like oh man, I'll take that deal. Look at this guy. But you, you're her. You don't know. You don't know what he's gonna do to you for the next month. That's true. The circumstance is a little different. It's not like he gave her a choice. He kind of already took her and went, I'll, right. say, I'll give you $500,000 afterward. That's kind of a, that's kind of like a frosting. Like, like, I don't know what they're putting frosting on in this circumstance, but I'm already in the situation. So thank you. It makes it better that you yeah. said this. That's, that's I something to look forward to. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I guess. All right. Whatever. Marcia doesn't seem that thrilled. To get back to the place, uh, the really nice place, and uh, Henry's on the phone with Stuart to uh, kind of confirm his meeting with Zach for later. We see that he has the "Your name is Marcia" thing written down for his wife. I like that. That's really yeah, good. It was a nice touch. You know, he was last time he was here, he was with her, hoping to help and to help her get better. There's more resources here, but being here just kind of upset her, and it was a little too much for her. So unfortunate, but it is what it is. So we get the first flash back. Uh, did you notice in this flashback that Hamzad cooks for Johnny? He does, and he gives this quote on silence. He gives a little yeah. quote on silence that he will eventually give to Zoe. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that makes me wonder like, how how many times has this been passed out? And I'm so looking for you, and it, and it gives us explanation because now yep. I got to do that. <laughs> I know, seriously, <laughs> pass it down the line. But yeah, uh, you know, Abby returns back, and we hear the cruelties of these butchering Soviets. Uh, and Hamza, he, he, he can't believe it that his wife was in such danger. Uh, ridiculous. So John kind of remembers what happened to him when he was part of the forces and when one of them got kidnapped out of the blue, right? They never saw him again. He just got kidnapped. All we could find were his fingernails from when him trying to oh. stop them from dragging him away. Ugh. None of them slept for months and messed with their mental a lot. So John thinks he could do the same thing to the Soviets now. Also, it's a good show of force in terms of defending your wife if someone messes with her. So, gets the approval from Hamzad. That's going to be underway. Yep. We didn't get to Julian stuff. We already talked about that. So, we yeah. passed that. Yep. There's a mole in your midst, Harold. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where the next scene, yeah, it, it seems that the penny drops for him. It's lawyer meeting time. It's Angela, Harold, Waters, and Nina Kruger. The lawyer, yep. Uh, she flat out just kind of says it, you know, that Harold, you helped Dan escape you. You called. We we, we suspect you're helping Dan here. Yeah, and we're gonna what, submit this going memorandum here? to your bosses. Like, yeah. your 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 goose is cooked. Yeah, yeah. Well, Harold says he can get answers for a client. He just needs some other questions. But he's a little coy about the circumstances. So, you know, but Harold just wants to know what Hamzad's looking for. It's not her liberty to say. And she'll share anything with the appropriate entities when the time is correct. But Harold kind of shows that he knows a little more than what even she knows. Right. Besides, uh, how did she name 
Belor. 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 Okay, Belor. The yeah. fire. Yeah. Looks for, just... Yeah, looks for a reaction from Angela when he says her name. Oh, and, and there is one. Like, as soon as there he is. says her name, like, she wells up. Because I don't know. We don't even know if she knew her name. She might not have. Yeah. Very true. So, but it gets a reaction from her. Talks a bit more about her, you know. Um, Hamzad and her met in Kabul. Unconditional love for her until she betrayed him to go with Johnny. And Nina knew none of this. So, ooh, you know. Mm. That's, wow, okay, well, she'll call, him, she'll call him as soon as he wakes up. So, wait in the bar for a few hours until it's morning for him. So, that's the plan. Yep. Interesting. We get another past uh, showing. It's Johnny with uh, Hamzad's sister. They're going. Uh, she kind of criticizes John for this terrible plan that he's, you know, he's cooked up for tonight. Yeah. Uh, and they go. They execute it, basically. And they bring back, well, later learn it's Pavlovich. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this is where I, who I think is old Abby appears to Dan and says, you know, this is the turning point, and you know, we're we're all we're all monsters, right? The world is full yeah. of monsters. Sooner or later, yeah. we all take our turn. Oh, no, is this one? No, I think it's another scene. When she oh, you're right. That's the next that. scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is just like the the okay. attack. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Of course. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> Just letting that soak in a little bit longer. Ah. And on to the Dixie. <laughs> Back at their home, the uh, Dixons, Marcia feeds the dogs, decides to drink some wine, enjoying her time here. Then she answers the phone. It's Stuart calling her. Henry's assistant never met her in person, but everyone at the company considers her family nonetheless. Does she need any help? She'll be all right, but very interesting, though. The perks of being Henry's wife. I wonder what other perks there might be. Henry's anonymous wife. Yes. The company Henry's doesn't know wife. her. <laughs> Lunch uh, with Zach and Henry. We talked about that. So this is, he wants to kind of use this to get closer to Pavlich. We'll see how that goes moving forward. We get another flashback with John returning with the bagged individual, giving it to the crowd slash Hamzad. And Whoever the lady is kind of makes note of this gift, quote unquote, given to Hamzad that will basically start turning him into a monster and kind of in turn uh, them into a monster. Uh, right. But he's, John's not so sure this is going to happen to them. Uh, and it's revealed that this is Pavlovich. So, you know, the world is full of monsters. They're going to have to take their turn. Yeah. I'm convinced this is old Abby. I, who, you, thought it, you thought it was Hamzad's sister? Yeah, or so, I I think it was like a, but I I I did note the fact that it does cut to like another shot and you don't see her anymore. So I was like, is she even real? Exactly. So I I don't, but it just confused me if it was someone from the future. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Well, like, that just just think that. about think about it this way. Like flashbacks happen, not because it's just exposition, because but because that's what. Dan, our our current Jeff Bridges is thinking about in the moment. That's true. All right. I'll so in in his memory, he's now also it's overlapping with this vision of Abby, old Abby. Yeah, you, you got to cope with that now. Fair. All right. Well, uh, oh yeah, the bar. Okay, waiting for Nina's call. Angela 
tells a loud eater waters to look up misophonia. Okay. <laughs> I love this scene too. This yeah. this was on my short list as well. It's nice for them. Yeah, good, good for them. She gets it seems like they're trying to make some sort of like arc here between the two. Yeah, they're yeah. having a, this is their moment. They're having the moment. Yeah, as Water puts that. <laughs> uh, they've hit a milestone. Uh, but they haven't really found anything on each other yet. Waters did find something. Angela assaulted a supervisor, and she admits it. She did punch him. And he called her freckles. Angela didn't really know her mom. I mean, she was there the whole time, but she seemed hollow. And she never wanted to end up like that. She worked hard on purpose to get where she is. By calling her freckles, it made her seem like she didn't belong. But she did belong, so she punched him. She was immediately terminated, but Harold, that guy's, you know, her boss's boss, also threatened to walk, too. So they brought her back. Yeah. They're ride or die with each other. I love I guess it. we'll hear about. Yeah. We then get, uh, I guess, the second meeting with Nina, where she kind of reveals what came of the call. The emotions were complicated from Hamzad. There's a plane that departs in an hour. If you want more information, be on it. Okay, Hamza confirms nothing now. You get on that plane, the dialogue continues. If you don't, I'll distribute his version of this memorandum and lay all the blame on you, Harold. The yeah. decision is yours. And we learn from Angela's trip to the bathroom, which we already went over, that Harold's going to be going on the plane, and so will Angela. So they begin to board the plane. Angela gets right on, and Waters stops Harold before he can leave. To kind of, you know, Angela's a good one. She'd walk into a burning building for you, Harold. Why would you let her do that? And well, Mr. Salas, I'm sure you're more than aware of, right? Oh, my God. This Why this, is... this is haunting. This is just a chilling line that will haunt me for the rest of my life. Okay. Right or right. right. <laughs> Waters doesn't have kids, but you know, if you do, when they break your heart, you know, they're going to break your heart. When you let them in, they're going to ask for it. No, oh, but uh, yeah, let me let me rephrase for you. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I miswrote it. <laughs> One day, if you do, when the time comes for them to break your heart, when the time comes, not if, when the time comes for them to break your heart, remember I told you this. The moment you let them in, you were asking for it. Ah, oh, you were asking for it. The moment you let them in, it's. Uh, the, it's it's haunting and it's chilling because like, when like, you don't have you don't really have much of a choice as a parent but to let your kids into your heart right but the the letting of anybody into your heart opens the possibility of that person breaking it because there there is nobody sure. who you don't let in who can break your heart right if i don't care about you enough then you can't possibly break my heart but with Challenge your kids, accepted. <laughs> cholesterol. <laughs> but with your kids, they're in there, and so they do have the capability of breaking your heart. And what he's saying to Waters is that they will always, hundred percent of the time, it will happen. There is no if they will break your heart. And it, I mean, it it got me emotional. Hey, Thanks, Zoe. Yeah. Yeah, right. Think about Zoe in this episode, right? Uh, and you can even and argue the Dane Angela stuff in a way. You could, you could, but I think this this is a reference for Harold to Angela and himself that he views her like his kid. That's surrogate, yeah. And I'm mean, actually literally what he sounds like yeah. he's saying there, yeah, yeah. Like, and and he <laughs> let her in, 
and she is about to break his heart and he knows it oh my god but he loves her he loves so, her yeah so, so what can you do uh it's it's heartbreaking and it's kind of i didn't think about it this way but it's almost you know for the next scene that's about to happen yes it's not kids to parent relationship but the, the idea of opening your heart to someone and then breaking it yeah yeah, they yeah. both did it. With each other. Like, Zoe, <laughs> Henry, let, and Marsha. Yeah. Zoe let Peter in, and he broke her heart. And now Henry, Henry is Lum. letting Marsha in, and he, she's breaking his heart. It's just, all these names must get so confusing. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I should really keep consistent, but I don't want to. I, I want. I gotta, I gotta keep. I gotta keep it fluid. Well, that's like why I started. Doing. That's why I started just calling him Jeff Bridges. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why I will just refer to him as Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can do Jeff, Amy, and uh, John Lithgow. Well, John Lithgow's name doesn't change. We can we can leave that one alone. But we do have to. Uh, oh, so so far, Zoe and Tamarsha, there's only one name change, right? Like yeah, Angela but, and Emily. That's not too complicated yet. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, things yeah. keep folding out. Yep, exactly. But yeah, and Jeff Bridges has gone complicated. He's he's just Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Except that in the past, he's not. So. Say yeah. young Jeff Bridges. So, and then we yeah. get to the final scene of the yeah. home stuff, and where Marcia makes a big play of wanting to get half his stuff to get yeah. more resources, so she's, you know, to be accounted for, yeah. not just yeah. a pawn in his play or game or complication, as she put it. So, yes, and that's the episode. Very good episode. Sure is. I loved it. We both gave it a ten. I, yep. I I did enjoy it. I I I, I liked it. So you do. Yeah. My question to you though is, would you like to check the time? Why? What time is it? Oh, I'm Sal. It's TV time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no time like a TV time. All right. TV time, Mister Sal. I think people rated it a five. Uh, I'll go and s- ahead and say that the people rated it a four. Let's Damn. see how it goes. And if you're, you're right, right. you know, you're right. 61% said five. Yeah. I, I think TV time's a happy middle ground between. Yeah. Critics and other stuff, but the character who, mm-hmm. this one, I don't think is easy. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to say the people said Dan. Uh, yeah, Jeff people Bridges. said yeah, Jeff Bridges, Dan, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, I do think. But who did you say? I think you also said Jeff Bridges, Dan, whatever. I think you said Angela. Okay, let's see the people. Let's see, people said Dan, sixty-seven percent. But you were right about me. I did say Angela. You were wrong about me. I said Angela, but I was very torn for the pick. <laughs> I, I I could not choose. I I, I the three people I was between was. You know, Jeff Bridges, Angela, and Zoe. Yeah, it's 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 tough to to look past Zoe with that last scene. Yeah, exactly. But then I went, well, compared to Angela and Jeff Bridges, I think I I, I love what Zoe does in the last scene. Yeah, and I also like a phone call with her son and stuff in the beginning. You like Lori, besides, Lori, Silent Lori. <laughs> yeah, but besides, like, well, that's kind of her whole arc right there explained. Right, it was you know, yep. Silent Lori. Saddened by her son, which might influence her later decisions. Silent Lori, and then she does this play. So I, I kind of discounted her, and then I went. I don't really think Jeff Bridges really changed very much in this episode, but the, my viewpoint on Angela is definitely yeah. it's very interesting. So oh man, yeah, yeah, I, for that for the phone call and stuff. So 
she is she is like an all-star right now is this two and a, two episodes in a row now that i voted for her yeah i think i voted for her two last episode i'm pretty sure yeah i voted for her twice in a row i mean she is killing it but th- i mean i i should have expected this this is I, a I, great i mean this is a great series that the cast is incredible and the story's really engaging like i know again uh, Red listeners, me and Michelle thought this would be a very action heavy series. I know. Like, we were expecting this to be like, I was just with every episode, like, you know, Jeff Bridges to be like jumping on cars, shooting a bunch of guys, you know, doing something. <laughs> I'm not saying there was going to be any story. I'm not saying right. that, but I definitely thought it'd be a lot more action y. Yeah, yeah. There's been like two action sequences. I know, seriously. I mean, I, I, you could argue that actually there was, I guess, an action sequence here in, for the, in the flashback when they. Mm-hmm got the guys but it's so, only okay, three but I, no one near as much as i thought there was going to be and it's such a good story and they again i love it when they, they make the focal point such that like you can have these plot devices that i really just don't care i don't mind like like i said he's kind of op right he's his biggest weakness aging right? he's getting old he's out right. of the game a little bit right right but you know he's rich he's still really good at taking care of business for lack of a better word (laughs) (laughs) but i i don't care because he's still he's still like a complex character and is really interesting and so is like the rest of the cast like i I, I would consider him the protagonist but yeah harold's super interesting angela's super interesting yeah zoe's super interesting like julian's super interesting oh my god like all these characters even waters is really getting more and more interesting Uh, he's growing on me he's definitely growing on me you know it's it's funny i i have to i have to admit i've been avoiding saying the actor his name who plays uh Angela, because I'm just afraid to say it because I'm afraid I'm going to get it wrong. But she deserves so much credit. We talk about Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow and Amy Brenneman all the time. But this is Alia Shaka. I I don't know if that's how you say it. But my God, I've seen her in other things. I've talked about it already. Mm -hmm. She's incredible. She's so incredible. I, I, I am amazed at her ability to just steal scenes from John Lithgow and Jeff Bridges. She's really good. It's I'm going to favor character twice in a row. Now, so yeah, yeah. Doing something right. Doing yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And when I think about back to episode two, when we first saw her, I was like, yeah, she's just, you know, kind of driven. A foil, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is uh, not a foil, driven. but like, yeah, Harold's right hand woman. Yeah. I mean, like, just, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, it's been such a pleasure covering this series. And, you know, so four sevenths of the way through, it's still a perfect 10 for me. It's such a great series. It's yeah. I, I am loving this series now. Yeah. By the way, that uh, vision that Johnny has uh, in that last flashback scene is 100% old Abby. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. It's definitely her. I, I just looked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then, I don't... Well, I guess it makes sense if he's, think, if he's remembering it. Right. So... I, I love the I love the series immensely, and I'm I'm glad it's only three episodes left. Well, me too. Yeah, I mean, like it's good, like because I could see them wrapping it up in three episodes. Definitely, yeah. Right, like, um, like if this if this was like twenty episodes, I'm still enjoying it right now. But I'm like, I don't know, this is a long ride to go through. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know how they're gonna keep the roller coaster going. I know. But, but, I, you know, I really I'm, I I don't know how this series ends, obviously, but. 
or, or the the season ends even but i know there's a season two and i i'm yeah as i the more i watch this first season i'm, I'm thinking to myself i don't know i feel like they could wrap this up in three episodes and i and with a really in a really satisfying way where i don't need a season two but exactly that, that does concern me as well yeah i'm wondering how you do a season two but yeah. I, i'm enjoying it so much we'll me see too. yeah i mean time will tell so we're going to the next episode which is ranked or not ranked, rated even lower than this episode. So it's a 7.2. Right. Next one's a yeah. 7.0. So we're getting yeah. down in the dull drums here. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the series. Besides mm-hmm. the finale. So we'll have to see how V turns out to be. I, 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 and IV turned out to be pretty good episodes. Those are all the titles, by the way, <laughs> listeners. But can V really live up to the hype and the vibe? Time's going to have to tell. V for vibe. V for vibe. <laughs> i i yeah i love it. this is this is a great series yeah I, I, i'm so happy with it so i don't know then mr sal i mean is there anything else uh you really want to say on it i on this episode i i, I think we're, yeah, we're, we're good on this episode. no i i i just keep coming back to the 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 four mains in this series the four lead characters and even um Julian side character Julian and yeah. Waters are are just crushing it. I really, really crushing it. And and just every episode they find a way to really suck me in and surprise me and just enthrall me every time. And, every and, and something that we I didn't even know, but I meant I meant to mention this earlier. The dogs. We've already talked <laughs> yeah. about how cool the dogs are and stuff. Yep. I like how they they don't overplay the dogs. They're not right. like like this episode. Dogs don't really do anything, right? Like nope. they just kind of they're just around, but they show them, right? They make sure it's earned for the next time the dogs. They're they're just off hidden, so like we don't see them really at all. And then yep. we'll say next episode the dogs are needed again, and the dogs just are there conveniently mm-hmm. when they're needed. It brings them all over the place, right? They get fed. They're, they're always around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, and I like how they remember show the dogs. It's similar to Ozark's kids. The kids, exactly. Ozark. Yes, yeah. that's like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, yes. In Ozark, and I never really thought about the series until you kind of highlighted it, which was yeah, the bird kids. They just people just don't. Or in series, they just don't know what happens to their kids in yep. a lot of series. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As, you know, it's fun. It's like I just finished watching the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is, uh, is a great comedy series. I love it. But at any given moment, you could say. Where the heck are her kids right now? <laughs> like, what what is going on with the kids right now? And, and it was frustrating for me, you know, as a parent, because I congratulations, think, thank oh. you, because I kept thinking like I could never do this. Like, where are her kids? But <laughs> uh, so I do appreciate when a series like this with the dogs or Ozark with the bird kids uh, does actually pay attention to those. Mm-hmm to those I appreciate uh, it It, because like I said it's how how you earn using them absolutely I mean you don't show the dogs except for when he's actually using them it's like okay well now the dogs are just kind of (laughs) like yeah they're just kind of like big plot device and that you could they certainly could argue they are but they seem to be really part of his life immensely and I like it so do you think do you think we will uh, see Hamzad in the next episode I do I think so do you think we'll see Pavlovich in the next episode? I do. All right, I think we'll see one, but not the other. Okay, fair. Uh, do you think that uh, Harold will call out Angela? 
in the next episode? No. I think that's got to wait as well. I think, I think it's a penultimate. I think it's a penultimate episode thing. That does sound like a penultimate episode, <laughs> doesn't it? Oh man, uh, which option do you think Jeff Bridges is going to take? Help me or shut up? Help. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Every time get up half, might as well get help. Help. For exactly. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's get your money's worth. Yeah, I guess there probably is a third option where he weasels his way, weasels his way out of it, but I, I don't know. Yeah, but she says she's a dead man switch. So. Yeah, she does. She does. But I guess you got to like, I'll get her to turn it off and then, yeah, redneck. But, <laughs> I guess so. Well, I guess that's it then. So, listeners, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to contact us, showperspodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe. Leave us reviews. Five stars. Very appreciated. Share the podcast. It's how we grow. We're, you know, a little halfway through old man. Uh, we're also doing only version in the building right now. We're about halfway through the season. So check that out. That's coming out on Fridays. Covering that week to week. It's a great little original. We'd recommend it. We like the series. I can't actually vouch for how good season three is because we haven't actually watched it yet at the time we're recording this old man episode, but yeah, we unfortunately we I will not be able, <laughs> we will not be able to tell you here what we are going to be covering after Only Murders in the Building because we're recording this well in advance of Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, yeah. So I, I could tell what's going to come after the old man. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But as we near the end of Old Man, I'll that that I can't give you notice on. But right, it's developing situation. But I can vouch for season one and two of Only Murders in the Building, so please yeah. go and watch those if you haven't. Then yeah. watch episode, or season three. We have coverage and all that, so please do that. We just finished up. This is coming after Outer Range. Give that a watch if you like a drama as well. It's different to the old man vibes. Um, but it's still, you know, a drama. It's more mysterious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's There's a supernatural more, element to that mm-hmm. kind of timey-wimey. Little timey wimey. If you want to get a little zany, a little goofy, Mrs. Davis, we did that <laughs> oh, not there you long go. ago. Yes. Lindoff could be a one off right there. Might be a it's only season. So it check seems, it out. It seems like that's what it's going to be. It's, it, 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 I think the only way that was going to get resurrected was because of, or was due to Emmy Award nominations, which it didn't get. So I think that, I, yeah. I don't think it's going to get resurrected. It, it, it doesn't appear it will be. So recommend that. And I'm at it. Big, you know, big HBO hit, The Last of Us. It's gonna get a season two. Bella Ramsey and uh, nominated Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal as well. Both nominated. All right. Uh, the, uh, a couple of, the, yeah, a couple of the guest appearances were nominated as well. I think Nick Offerman got nominated. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Riley's character got uh, actors got nominated, oh, and oh, yeah. and Sam's actor got nominated. Well, look at that. Oh, I would. I would implore you guys to watch the series, whether you're a fan of the games or you're just, you know, want to see it. I, I, I would vouch that it's a really great series. I have some knowledge on the games so I, I, that's shared throughout it. So if you want a little more in-depth knowledge. Just if you want to hear the biggest disagreement that Kurt and I have ever had on the podcast. For like four episodes straight, <laughs> go check it out. We have a lot of disagreements, but we both love the series for our yeah, own that's reasons. True. That's true. So please, I, I, I would... Uh, I think that's a very good coverage of it. So anyway, yeah. uh, that's enough of I guess, chilling for ourselves. <laughs> and, <laughs> and thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next well, week yeah. with I'd the like old to, man. I'd like five, see, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'd like to see Spider-Man do that podcast. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.